I'm Ben Burson from Team Terratops, and you're listening to the Robocast. My name is Samuel at 64 and welcome back to the Robocast with myself, Steve the American Killjoy this time, and World of Woodrow. And joining us is one of the probably more prevalent builders at the moment is Ben Burton from Terratops. Ben, welcome. How are you? Thanks. I'm good. Good to be here. It's a pleasure to have you. I mean, I say prevalent builders at the moment because, I mean, your, your robot has reached infamy in the last week or so, hasn't it? <laughs> It has. Kind of. We Not exactly your own fault it. fully, you know? <laughs> we'll get to it. I, I promise we will get yeah. to it. We, we, we're not going to stop the elephant now. in the room, but, we, but we'll, we've got a lot to get through before It's a tasty that. morsel, and I want to bite. I know. It is <laughs> It is delicious. It is delicious. Um, before we crack on with the episode, though, we are once again sponsored by the wonderful people at Robots Ruin My Life. I mean, Jevon's wearing his merch. I'm wearing mine. Go get some delicious merch from, you know, the... Ripperoni, Starchild, P1, Pain Train teams, and don't forget to use the code Robocast at checkout for twenty five percent off your order. It's a good deal. You may as well do it. Not long left on that one. Ooh. No, we're going to be doing our drama rising. Keep keep your eyes open. We're going to be doing that yeah. soon as well. We're going to have to we're, figure we're out how we're going to do weeks, it. Possibly. So get on yeah, it. Exactly. Exactly. Ben. Yes. Ben, you have now. Well. I say this is your first ever BattleBot season. Is is this also your first combat yeah. robot as well? This is our first combat robot ever. We made a well first combat robot event. We made a one twenty pound and drove it around a tennis court for a bit. <laughs> but <laughs> like you do, uh, like you do. But we we never yeah we've never been to an actual competition. I've never even gone to watch like an insect weight. That, which I should. That is mind-boggling to me. Like, how, how, who thought, yeah, let's do this. This is a great <laughs> idea. What was the kind of the inspiration in kind of doing it in the first place? Me and my sister uh, have always wanted to, basically. Like, why we watched Robo, uh, sorry, not Robo Games, Robot Wars growing up in England. And we always wanted to do that. We were, like, building things out of Lego, all the type of stuff you do. And... We kept trying to find the kind of idea that would work with BattleBots. Like we uh, tried to do a multi-brain before Terratops and then settled on Terratops as a nice, unique idea that's also very competitive, we think. Well, I mean, we'll, we'll get to your first fight, which was against uh, Slamo, which obviously you won. Yeah. You, did, you, won, you won your only fight so far. So, I mean, yeah. as far as competitiveness goes, it worked yeah. on this occasion. We've um, kind of tried to... to piece together the story of this fight. Yeah. Because, so me and Steve were there in Vegas. We oh. we saw this unfold. Yes. What actually happened to lead up to this fight on attempts both one, two, and three? <laughs> yeah. So it's quite the story because obviously we, lots of people know, we passed safety on like the first day. And then most days after that, we would go in the test box and actually test the robot and it all worked fine. And then we put it down in the arena, lights came on, and we drove forwards. One of our forks caught on the floor, I think. And in one of our in our like right drive, our keyway snapped. So it could no longer drive any of the drive. Um, and then we had to 
figure out how to say no we're not ready because obviously we don't show that on tv so we have no idea how that works um and then they sent us out the building said okay get it ready we'll have you in for like the next session or but i think they had a schedule for the last fight of the first yeah. session still yeah. We were meant it's to the gift be the of being fight. an exhibition, you know, where they can kind of fit you in anywhere. You know, yeah. you don't have a you don't have a direct effect on the on the tournament just when you're yeah. when you're going to be in the arena and you know when they have to run fights. Yeah, it was good. And then we they were kind of rushing us, kind of not, but still our choice. We ended up working out just outside the back of the arena on the day of the big dust storm. Um, so we got. But both side drives rockets out, got them welded instead of keyways uh, by the Lincoln guys, so they wouldn't snap anymore. Got it all back together, went back in, and then the robot just wouldn't turn on. Um, and then we spent the other six hours of the day swapping all our VEX VB speed controllers, obviously known for their reliability, because um, <laughs> they had all <laughs> gotten zapped from static and we, we're assuming we still don't really know. And so we had to swap those. We got some people from, we asked like Quantum and Witch Doctor for help because they run BBs. Um, we were having some issues with it through the day and managed to end up getting into the fight and winning. So it all works out in the end. It did. Yeah, that's all that matters, right? Ultimately, as long as yeah. it works, eventually that's all that matters, right? Yeah. Um, uh, <laughs> Scheduled for the first fight ended up being like the last fight of the day. <laughs> you know, these things happen, right? It's, it's the, yeah. you wouldn't you wouldn't know unless you kind of have built robots for a while. Obviously, this was a complete you know new thing for you guys, and you know, yeah. I think you handled yourselves quite well by the sound of things. You know, you didn't didn't panic too much and got there eventually. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we have sourced the internet for a number of list of questions about your robot teratops. Um, so yeah. we'll we'll pitch them to you. We'll start off. Well, actually, another question to start off with. It's a um, <laughs> it's just a a statement from uh, Diana from Scorpios and a friend <laughs> of Numbskull and Wingerding apparently. Uh, so yes. so I've heard. <laughs> um, not a question, <laughs> just a statement. You guys are awesome. So we'll start off with that. Quite a nice thing to hear, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, first question comes from the bot jammer and from Patrick on. Discord, and they both ask a similar question, which is, where did the name Teratops come from, and who came up with it? Um, I think I came up with the name. Um, originally, we were kind of messing around with the different themes. It was originally called Attitude Adjuster, and had more of a Billy Goat theme. Um, and then, just looking at the CAD for a bit, spinning it round, we noticed our front lifter forks, I guess, looked like Triceratops ones. And so then we started thinking of different Triceratops names and Teratops ended up coming up. And so we stuck with that. Fair enough. Yeah. Uh, Steve, do you want to take the next one? Yes. Uh, I will take the next one. This is uh, Sean Peterson on Facebook. Uh, what came first, the lifter or the blade? And did your theme inspire design or did the design inspire the theme? I feel like we've already answered that question. Uh. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, design definitely inspired the theme. Originally, it was just themeless. But mm -hmm. the lifter and blade, they definitely went at the same time, I'd say. Because um, we, we obviously wanted to do a vertical spinner because we wanted to win. 
Oh, <laughs> <laughs> hey, um, oh the cats, the cats, cats out the pack now, right? That's, that's how it works. <laughs> I mean, take all of the theming away. It's a four-wheel drive box vertical spinner with a lifter arm. Never um, been done before. It's it's so. Of course. Yeah. So now they're designed. Originally, <laughs> very very originally, we were going for more of an armadillo, and for instead of a lifter, we had a full shield. That would fully like encase the robot. Someone said this a few. I can't remember who it was. Yeah. We interviewed someone years ago, and they were like, oh. Oh, it, "Like, I wonder if there's a way." It might have been Aaron Hill. I can't remember, or it might have been someone along those lines. Mm. But they said, "Put yeah. the spinner in in like an encased like dome, and then open yeah. it out, and it's fully <laughs> fully spinning." But how do you tell? Yeah, that's, that sort of that's what. That's incredible. The plan was. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is to keep it. Protected from like box yeah. rushes and stuff was the main idea, so we can push it around. And then it kind of Surprise. evolved from that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, it evolved from that, and we ended up um, finding out. Oh, we just need this the lifter by itself to protect from box rushes. It's just a bit in front of the spinner, and that means nothing can actually touch the spinner unless we want it to. And when we want it to, it hits hard. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely, and surely it does because we, 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 we as we've seen, yeah. Jevon, yeah. Um, Tenny on Discord asks, "What made you think of the lifter spinner combo?" I mean, we've kind of covered that, um, but how did you adapt? Obviously, robots like Whiplash have yes. the lifter spinner combo as well. So Tenny asks, "How did you do it differently to what Whiplash is doing? How? Yeah. What was the thought process there?" So Whiplash is definitely one of my favorite robots. Um, obviously, there's a lot of inspiration in Teratops. The arms basically beat for beat what Whiplash does, just slightly different. Mm-hmm. Um, and what I was seeing when looking at a lot of Whiplash footage is when they have the spinner on the arm, they like go to try to lift someone and is controlling someone, and the spinner hits them out of their arm. Um, so they then end up losing control. and can't they can't lift without hitting and they can't hit without lifting and so this separates them but still keeps them working together so if we want to we can just push someone around a lot uh keep them pinned to a wall if we want to although that doesn't make for very good tv and then when our spinner's fully ready we can lift it up and actually hit them when we want to and so it's definitely inspired by whiplash taking a lot of ideas from them and we think evolved it in a way. Definitely. Mm. I gotta say, this bot almost, I mean, we talk about Whiplash, it's almost like that in separate worlds, you and, like, in separate par- parts of the world, you and you and Emmanuel have kind of come to a similar, you know, solution yeah. with, with <laughs> taking the lifter off, the spinner off of the lifter and having, you know, forks that can play with the other robot, but also have a spinner that's, you know, well-mounted on the bot. It gets the robot up and gives you a really nice belly shot at that point as yes. well because you can then hit all the juicy yeah. underside that is quite soft on a lot of robots yeah it was interesting to see um emmanuel actually go for that because when we designed teratops i wasn't any discords or anything at first and uh we were looking and we couldn't see anyone else doing this type of thing and then i joined it and they were like oh yeah he uh did it as a as like a prank and seems to be going with it. <laughs> Too bad for him; it kind of worked this year. Yeah, yeah. It's just go through all the efforts and let's. Oh, someone's already done it, sort of thing. <laughs> yeah. Um. But, yeah. 
Yeah, it's, you know, there's, there's enough distinction between the two of them, I think, to yeah. yeah, most definitely for sure. There's enough verts in the field. I think we can have a couple different of these kinds of robots. I think it's mm. you know, yeah. to even it out. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, Ivan Yang on Facebook asks, uh, "How is your lifter and spinner organized internally? How okay. compact are the two? And under the bones, is there more top armor?" Yeah, because it does look like uh, the mechanisms are very close together. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just looking they, at the picture, they are very compact. I mean. Our robot literally has speed controllers and then a thin layer of foam and then the uh, batteries on top of them. <laughs> they don't like fit side to side in there. The whole thing, I think I heard somewhere uh, the footprint of Tantrum, and this is about the same size, if that gives you some sort of scale. Mm -hmm. It's it's kind of crazy. I still don't believe we fit it all in weight and in there. <laughs> um, and then... The ribs are actually purely decorative. They're just very thin TPU plastic that we individually heat bend each rib with a <laughs> positive and negative mold. So that's very tedious. Um, oh yeah, I can but, imagine. Yeah, under that we have either like quarter inch aluminum or quarter inch UHMW, and we're working on getting some AR because at last filming we had no top armor, no like <laughs> actual top armor for. Oh, the, no. Amazons or anything. Yeah, TPU is not going to help you there. <laughs> I was going to say, I don't know what you're talking no. about. TPU is the strongest material. You can you can oh, defeat anyone with TPU. Just yeah. <laughs> you guys need to get like what's that, what's that material where like it gets harder as you hit it, but it's like it's like, what D three O. I saw a clip for it, like where it's like that 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 material that like you could wear, but what? like when you strike it really oh. hard, it it like stiffens. <laughs> well, I'm not custard. Sure. Maybe custard. <laughs> right. it does look like orange custard. I will say. Mm. Is it <laughs> Is that what double tap? How I oh no, I, I know what you're on about, Steve. I you know what I'm it's, on it's, about? It's like a it's like mm. a weird paint thing though, as well, isn't it? But, yeah, it's but it doesn't know, quite Newtonian fluid. Yeah, that's the one. I don't know. Like... So is yeah. toothpaste. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <Right>. But, <laughs> but yeah, inside it's very compact. We really struggle yeah. to fit all the wiring in there. Um, so we have to make everything very clean inside to make sure it all fits. <laughs> it's always good practice to have that. Yeah, I'm assuming back. that's quite difficult with half the Nevada desert in there to make it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that wasn't the best. Plan. <laughs> that was a very unfortunate day for a bunch yeah. of teams that were it, trying to be testing. Was, yeah. I'm sure. Yeah, definitely yeah. needed to go inside to yeah. top some. We walked <laughs> out of our we, we walked out of the Airbnb because um, I'm from Florida. I'm used to hurricanes. I'm not used to you know a solid storm. matter storm. Yeah. <laughs> I'm used to a liquid storm. You um, see a wall approaching you. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, I don't know if I, I don't know what's worse. Anyway, moving on. Jonathan F on YouTube uh, asks, uh, "What is the process in finding out if you're an alternate, and was the intention always to get become full competitors?" It's an interesting um, question. Yeah, that's an interesting question. We were definitely intending to be a full competitor, and we, we applied with our original cat and then kept working on it. And kept like doing little updates and things and then some of the builders because we were still saying oh yeah we're preparing we haven't heard anything from greg or anyone yet about whether we accepted or denied and a couple of builders uh, messaged me and were like hey they've already sent out the things you should message greg on facebook or something um to see and so i did and he gave me a call and said basically it wasn't a unique enough silhouette this was before we had all the ribs and the front armor and stuff. And so that same day, we added all the decorations you see now and the tail, which I know wasn't in that fight, but <laughs> we're, we're trying with it through the season. 
um, and sent that back to him. And he said, it's looking a lot better and he'll see what he can do. And I think retrograde or something got accepted as an alt originally. They ended up dropping out. And so we were a reserve and we just snuck in as an alt. So we were very lucky to even be there. So okay. no complaints from me for not being in the main season. We're happy we were there. <laughs> I mean, I suppose it's kind of difficult as well because ultimately, as I know we've kind of we've discussed this a number of times. Like also, there is a, a massive financial commitment to BattleBots in general, anyway, and you don't want to kind of start committing resource and time and money to building yeah. one of these, or or you know, in this you know nowadays probably several of these, mm. and then get told, eh, yeah, uh, not not really feeling it. You know that, that that's not what you <laughs> want to happen. And then by the time you do get accepted, it's like, oh, okay, now we've got to. Do no, have to everything with, exactly. Yeah. You got to do everything you wanted to do anyway, but twice as fast because yeah. there's now less time. We we had always planned to have a Terratops ready for when the filming dates were, and mm -hmm. then if we didn't get in, we would still go to like Robo Games later the year because mm -hmm. luckily that was back on. So yeah, we we kind of lucked out with it. Honestly, you got to do both. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Awesome. Um. Rob Weston, friend of the podcast, asks, uh, how were you so prepared coming into BattleBots compared to other rookies this year? I think it's worth saying Gosh. that you, as a rookie, came in and passed safety on the first pass of it, yeah. basically. And no other rookie, <laughs> I don't think, has ever come in and done okay. that. No, okay, let's rephrase. Okay, yeah. No first-time builder has done that. Okay. I, I know, because yeah. I, I, I've spoken to them, Monsoon did it first time when they oh, arrived yeah. and vanquished and other people. Mm -hmm. But yeah, you, you guys, are, uh, this is completely new to this. Yeah. How did you yeah. hide your inexperience? <laughs> <laughs> How did you um, do it? How did you do we, all the things right? <laughs> we asked a lot of questions. Um, originally, Terratops was the same chain lifter, but it was a fully inch-thick aluminum arm, and that would have just gotten mangled up. And yeah. it didn't have the steel forks on the end, that was still aluminum, and the spinner was driven by two short mags in the original thing, whereas now it's 80-50 brushless motors uh, that go really fast. Yeah, <laughs> um, <guess> they do. <laughs> yes. Um, and so it's just asking builders all the questions, not being afraid to ask questions to get it ready. Like we asked Whiplash, hey, how do you deal with the backlash into the arm? Do you have a clutch or anything? They said, no, we just have UHMW arms. And that's what absorbs all the shock. So we did that. And yeah, they do. They are surprisingly resilient. <laughs> um, and all the different types of things like that. And then just lots of testing beforehand. Mm -hmm. Um like we we were lucky, we're lucky enough to live pretty close, so we just drove a U-Haul to Vegas for it, uh, with the bot fully built inside, and we tested it the night before we went there, so we would make sure we were sure through it. Like, mm. which if it went wrong, then it we didn't have much chance anyway. But it was nice to see itself right and stuff the mm. day before. Before before you actually go, like, yeah, trial by fire <laughs> sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. I think I was watching, I can't remember, I think it might have been the Scorpios Builder blog, and they mm. went and spoke to Pete, and Pete was singing your praises, just saying, I can't believe that they've done it, they've come in as, as complete newbies, <laughs> past safety on the first pass, and they've sat there ready to go. It's like Apparently it's refreshing. Yeah, yeah. incredibly yeah. so. Yeah. 
he uh i've heard was fighting for us in the selection committee side of things we really liked the lifter spinner combo of it and we've been saying all season um that we we want you in the main season and we would we'd have liked to have seen you in the main season this year but um i think i understand understand the reservedness of (laughs) yeah yeah Yeah. inviting a completely new team and saying go for it but given well what we've seen so far i think yeah yeah, you know (laughs) you've certainly tested and yes. and shown that this thing works and yeah. that you can be ready to fight multiple times, ready to go, problem solve, everything. Mm-hmm. It's just a good robot. Let it in, BattleBots. Come on. <laughs> yeah. I think you've done enough in the past. Yes. I, I I think you've done enough in your exhibitions and then mm-hmm. with Robo Games. I know it's been, you know, you know, yeah. we'll talk about it, but uh <laughs> it's uh you know, it's go ahead. Yeah, I, don't know. I got nothing else to say. <laughs> optimistic. Thank you. And yeah, yeah we're we're quietly optimistic about it. Well, Good maybe point. not quietly. I'm kind of seeing through uh, Teratops' praises all the time. So. <laughs> <laughs> L- loudly optimistic. I, I like it. Yeah. <laughs> We've heard a little bit about um, BattleBots Proving Ground being a thing yes. very soon. Are you thinking of going along to that as well and showing um, what it can do? Or do you think sort of Robo Games and what you did last season is is probably going to be enough to do? I I think Robo Games was enough. We're focusing more on building the V2 now. Yes. Uh, the one thing we really wanted to do at Robo Games was test our wedge because we got more weight for it so we could make a bigger wedge. Um, and luckily we got to do that against the only horizontal there. Uh, otherwise, we were going to go fight Gigabyte at the Proving Grounds. Grounds. <laughs> yeah, which would have been a fun fight, but uh, alas, not. Yeah, it's... maybe for the main season. Who knows? Yeah, maybe that's a scary fight, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's not one you normally ask for. But... Definitely yeah. not. Definitely not. <laughs> they, um, they do indeed. Uh, final question before we get on to the fights for this week's episode. Um, we will get some more listener questions a bit later on. But um, another friend of the podcast, James Jeffrey, uh, asks, "How does it feel knowing you've been lovingly adopted as a British robot, even if the rest, <laughs> even if the rest of the team is American and the robot was built in America?" <laughs> It's, it's pretty funny. Um, <laughs> it, it's fun to see everyone fight like, no, very US robot, no, very UK robot. Yeah. It's like the co- then, it's like the opposite of Cobalt. We're like yeah. it adopted by us, but it was built overseas. Yeah. And then, <laughs> we we had the thing oh. sat in the stands where they they interviewed you and we were like, hang on a minute. Yeah. <laughs> That is mm. not an American accent. Well, kind, of, yeah. kind of building on that a little bit, James also asks, is there any chance we might see you at a UK event um, one of the times you visit home? Maybe. Um, I'm looking at getting into beetleweights and stuff, so I might go yes. that size there. It would be a lot to get Terrasops over here for the like, yes. big <laughs> robotic stream and all that type of stuff. That would, yep, be, that would be a, a big commitment. But Definitely would be. Maybe. It would be fun. Yeah, and then we'll we'll see when we start getting parts like sourced in China. Maybe people will say we're a Chinese robot. <laughs> yeah, <there you> go. <laughs> well, um, something to look forward to there potentially. We are <laughs> going to talk about this week's fights. Yes. Starting with Emulsifier and Quantum. Mm-hmm. Steve, enjoy your sprite-powered machine. Oh, <laughs> hands up! Anyone in the comments? Oh, look at the man. <laughs> Anyone in the comments who thought that Quantum was going to be your first 4 0 robot this season? Gosh. You're all liars if you said yes. There's no <laughs> way. There's no way you would have put it down, would you? What what a what a run. Yeah. yeah. Well, you say that. 
Oh, stop it. Come on, man. <laughs> Myself, Steve, and David all went okay. awesome in our predictions for this I'll, fight. I'll, t- I'll tell you why. I'll tell you what, right? The thing is, you had the advantage of watching each fight progress, yes. whereas... Most watching the, the growth of this machine. Oh, it's, my... it's pedigree improved, the fight by fight. And you're thinking, oh, man, this thing's a killer. <laughs> yeah. So there's a lot to bite on Emulsifier, yeah. and they, they didn't really do much to prevent it. They had the sticks on the front, Mm. That's kind of it, and we've already seen yeah. this season with Gruff that your your anti crusher setups are useless. Yeah. Don't yeah. so Quantum's a crazy machine. I yeah, mean, it is. It is silly. Yeah, <laughs> I mean it's 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 a shark among minnows. <laughs> yeah, it's it really a, is. It is a it is a scary piece of kit, and mm. you know what? It's it's really great to see. Uh, you know the Coopers do really well. Uh, having been away for so long, uh. Even though they're four and zero, does this hurt their seeding because they've been away for so long? Or do you think they do you think they scrape a top four? Top, I think four. they. Ooh. Why not? In an ideal world, yeah. all the four and O's that may or may not happen should be in the top. Well, one we're we're, at le- we're going to get at least one more out of Minotaur and Witch Doctor, aren't we? So yes. we're going to get at least one more. Mm-hmm. Um, you have to find a three and one that has a better strength of schedule. I mean, that's a that's a that's still a big ask. There are some, yeah. I think, mm-hmm. potentially. Um, yeah. Looking across the season, maybe Sawblaze. Yeah, um, yeah. I don't know that Hydra. That that uh, that Hydra fight was pretty uh, pretty. Yeah, well I, I suppose I suppose Hydra's another one as well, isn't it? Really? <laughs> yeah, I would I would think so. That's a possibility. Um, so I, yeah, many I do. Robots, yeah, it? it's crazy, isn't it? It's yeah. crazy. I, I do feel a little bit sorry for Emulsifier. That I, 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 I yeah. want to bring attention to Matt Boar's oh. running laps of the battle box, trying yes. to get some kind of signal. And, oh. and he goes, and then it doesn't anymore. Yeah. Well, it, no, no, it, it did, and then it high-centered itself afterwards, didn't it? And that was it, yes. And it's, oh, was it Maglitz again? Possibly, but Maybe, I mean, yeah. some, something, I mean, they, they ran no forks as well, which I found really interesting. Yeah, I think really if they'd have run forks, uh, yeah. we've seen... Quantum Spectre line of robots—they struggle against Verts. They know they struggle against Verts, and they yeah. don't really have an option, or they don't have an answer for it yet. Um, you can see on the picture we've got here—they've got the little hinge bits, but sort of here. again, it—they—they yeah. they don't work all the time. And if you put forks on something like Emulsifier, you're getting under it all day long. I think. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think so... they just wanted to send the weapon into the jaws. That's it. Which... They want to put it as far forward as they can, and yeah. it also makes them more manoeuvrable. It means they can get round them more and mm. attack more, but... Yeah. I mean, yeah, they did hit the jaws. It's just a really tough machine quantum. It's... Yeah. <laughs> not uh... for t but it kept gumming them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> which, it's not the first time they've won like that, either. They, they did the same thing against Valkyrie a few years ago, but they kind of, like, gummed them to death until yeah. until their weapon broke. <laughs> mm-hmm. And, they, I mean, they still had the kind of... the. I don't know. I'm not a dentist. The, the back teeth, if you like. like <laughs> yeah. still, and still your bicuspids really and addition. molars, you know. Since, mm-hmm. uh, I mean, since BattleBots 2019, since um, King of Bots 2, they've added these back teeth in. And, you know, even losing the big teeth, which is the first thing you're going to lose, they still have grip. And they still yeah. can get you in a hold and still can put you wherever they want you around the arena. And it is just awesome seeing them get into a flow, get into a rhythm. Watching Pete talking to them in the um, the behind the scenes bot whispering mm-hmm. video that came out this week, them talking about the robot being an extension of themselves, and they're they're not looking at their robot. A lot of people do, 
Um, I know I do when I'm doing fights because I just like seeing what I've done and seeing what I, where I'm going and everything. But you need to look yeah. at your opponent. You need to get into that rhythm of seeing what the opponent's doing so you can get over there and attack that. Um, and yeah. if you point the sticks in the right direction for where it should be and it goes there, then all the better. Yeah, it takes a lot of faith in your machine to do that, though, because it has to be fully responsive to what it's intended to do when mm. you push for sticks. It's, yeah, because yeah. most of the time the other bot has a really big spinny thing that you need to stay away <laughs> from. And they did a really good job for a majority of this fight. Not, I don't, I don't really think the disc really got a good strike on them. I mean, I mean, yeah, it, 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 it was just a really good control fight. And mm. I mean, they they smothered Emulsifier in this fight just completely and utterly. They yeah. made a Crusher relevant in 2022. Why? Yeah. <laughs> just, just, just wild just wild i yeah. mean oh after like seeing razor ending up coming back doing not great in new robot wars mm -hmm. you wouldn't think a new crusher would kind of appear but quantum is on another level it's, it's a honestly. special machine isn't it mm -hmm. yeah mm -hmm. um it's beautiful yeah i mean yeah. not just the head but all the like blue armor work and, and underneath anything. that as well like a lot of it's like oh. kind of it's just incredible it, like, again yeah. there's there's a few clips of it in the bot whisperings video on youtube and i highly recommend people go and watch it because as i said there is a lot under the skin that is just really really nice mm -hmm. yeah um so i'm guessing we all say that quantum's gonna get into the bracket then at four or no it's it's <laughs> it's, 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 it's likely I yes guess. likely pretty, yes. pretty likely yeah, yeah. okay yeah. <laughs> What about Emulsifier at one and three? I would really hope so. Um, I don't know. I mean, maybe. Look, they've had incredible fight against yeah. Fusion, their first mm -hmm. fight out. And they, and they lost. They lost it, but it was back and forth, and it was a close mm -hmm. decision. Yep. Yeah. They then... Malice. Yeah, they, they had yeah. a semi-loss against Malice. I mean, they got high-centered. Malice was done in. Like, mm -hmm. the fight continues. Emulsifier wins all day long, but that's the way the fight goes um but i wouldn't count that as a strong loss against them it mm. was a unfortunate circumstance in which they got stuck in ko corner as i'm dubbing it um, <laughs> yeah. and, the, and the other side's controversy corner right yeah that's yeah. it okay, um lovely excellent <laughs> they then had the fight against banshee which they won um it wasn't the biggest showing for them but at the same mm. time they it's did a, it's a win on the win. board right yeah. yeah yeah and then they lose to a four and no quantum I mean, to me, that's a a decent lineup of fights and a, a decent strength. It shows what the robot can do. I mean, Ma Malice, I've never seen mangled like that. No, no. And fusion on well, fire until, until they fall. Some some robots are robot games. We'll, again, we'll get to that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> fusion burning its way across the box, struggling to drive properly and effectively, while emulsifier is yeah. still moving. It's mm -hmm. durable. They know that they can get them back into each fight because that plays into whether you get selected or not, whether you have enough parts to keep coming back in again and again yeah. and again, whether you are able to get a robot turned around in a quick time. This is Bots FC. They can do that. Mm. I think there's a strong case that they should be. Yeah. 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 Um, the hard part for me about all that, and I, I don't remember the bracket at all, by the way, so, <laughs> um, uh, is what, like, two and two bot do you make miss out mm. to put the one and three in? Is mm. It's a tough spot Bandbots is in with all of these, both selecting and I mean, selecting who makes for round of 32. There's it's... a lot of potential for a lot of teams to go one and three this season. I mean, yeah. 
one of Whiplash and Tantrum will be. Yeah, one of Whiplash yeah. and Tantrum. That's wild. Ribot could. Um, I'm sure there's many more. Uh, yeah. We've already seen some already go there. Uh, in, um, Glitch at best and get one and three. Yeah. Yep. You know, things like that. It, it, it's, it is crazy that, you know, ultimately there's a lot of competition and we know that there's only 32 spots, but, yeah. but there's, there's a case to be made for a lot of teams. Steve. Yeah, I will. I will say that looking into to week 15, the last week, I think Emulsifier will be watching that fight with Banshee and Blip because that's the only bot that Emulsifiers beat. And if Banshee, you know, beats Blip, considering the considering the pedigree of of that team, if Banshee just, you know, really, t- you know, kicks the snot out of them somehow, maybe that squeaks Emulsifier in, you know, mm. because of, you yeah. know, the fact that they beat that robot and, you mm. know, they're uh, best their strength of schedule and where everything else could have it, it, spiraled. Their strength and schedule has to improve. If it doesn't, yeah. then I, I, I don't, I don't know. It's, it, it'd be tough to put them in. But it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's so tough. I, I don't want that job. Don't give me that job. <laughs> no, absolutely not. Yeah. Should we talk about fight two? Mm. Yeah. Which saw Gigabyte yeah. and you've used the word fight there. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Stomping from Endgame, really, wasn't it? I'm disappointed that a certain camera angle was not used (laughs) because Gigabyte goes flying straight towards a camera on that side of the box. Yep. (laughs) Exactly where the camera was. Uh, The camera flinches. The little countdown clock on that corner gets destroyed. Gets destroyed. <laughs> it's it's an awesome moment that I wish they'd have captured yeah. on that camera, but I don't think they used it, and so mm. boo. Gigabyte. They didn't want everyone dropping their popcorn. That's yeah, yeah. I was gonna say, make sure you're wearing your 3D glasses for this one, folks. If you're yeah. you dinner at home and the, that comes flying towards you, you are running, <laughs> not walking yeah. out of the room. I mean, um, if they'd have shown it in the slow-mo replays at the end, that would have been good. They showed, like, yeah. they showed that it like spike front thing like fly towards the camera didn't they yeah which yeah. is brilliant um yeah i, I mean that, that i can see why because endgame has to go plow here mm-hmm. if they don't go plow they have their face ripped off yeah and so they <laughs> have to go front plow and that means they don't play the ground game quite as well unfortunately they played it better than gigabyte did <laughs> yeah um yeah i mean it's still two big hinge bachelors basically yeah and they're good at sharpening things. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, Endgame bullied them. Yeah. 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 It was interesting leading up to this fight. Uh we're pitted next to Gigabyte. And they were debating in the team what type of tooth shape to use. Uh you can see their two teeth shape on the actual image of it there, the yep. more mm-hmm. pointed one and then the flatter one. I think they ended up using the flatter one as opposed to the point, but they were like going around to different people's pits asking for their opinions because, yeah. I mean, why, why not? Because <laughs> right? like they saying. should have had a little box on their desk. That's the way to go about it, like Scorpions <laughs> did. Little box. Oh, yeah. Draw the fork yeah, shape we should well. use. I mean, did you vote mm. Sordios or? Um... I didn't see them do. I'm really sad. Oh uh, no! <laughs> I didn't see it happen. What, what What would you have voted for? I would have voted for the swords. Yes, <laughs> I it's love the it. option, right? Exactly. Like, Why not? Yeah. Um, we all know how that fight was going to go. Kind yeah, of. we did. Um, Endgame at three and one 
fairly comfortable into the bracket. I'm, I'm pretty yeah. sure. I mean, th- it's end game. Come on now. They're, they're, they're safe. They're safely yeah. in the top ten, top eight, somewhere in there. I, I would yeah. think so. Can you, you imagine know? if they yeah. lost this fight and went two and two? I mean, yeah. some of the people up at four and zero would be absolutely cacking themselves, right? Oh. No, they might get end game at some point. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But no, they three and one. They're going to be up there somewhere. I think top ten for sure because it's end yeah. game. They're yeah. number one seed going into the competition this year. Mm. Um, they won't be the number one seed going into the bracket. Um, but they're they're going to be up there for sure. But they don't need to be. You don't need to be yeah. the one seed. Like it's very. I don't, I I I wish yeah. I knew the stat. I'm working on that. But there should be there should be like a a stat with like how often like a top four seed has won. You know mm. these these brackets. You know bite how force. often does that even happen? Bite force. When does bite, it matter? Bite force, yeah. bite force. You know. Uh, <laughs> I think two. So, was someone a, else bite force. Yeah, Tombstone yeah. was a one, wasn't it? I think. Tombstone was a one series two. Yeah, I think Possibly, so. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. And then. It was. It was. The, I was. It was Hydra, wasn't it? In twenty. Yeah, that went well. Yeah, and yeah, then, um, and then who was? And there was Endgame Ribot? last year. No, no, it was Endgame last year. It was Ribot was two. Oh, okay. Ribot was two. Yeah. Yeah, okay. but the real whacking that happens when a like high level robot gets a low seed, like like Hydra did. Yeah, like, like Hydra being playing seed, <laughs> or thirty second seed, whatever, Oy. and then just taking over, like. <laughs> If if you go for no whatever, get that top spot. You don't want to face a Hydra and end game round one. That's just yeah. that's bad news. Well, that, 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 that's <laughs> like the ultimate run, though. It's like the the one seed supposed to have the quote unquote easier run to the yeah. title. You know, yeah. if you if you're the thirty two beating the one, well, I guess you're now the one seed. Yeah, uh, technically. Uh, <laughs> Good luck, but, everyone else, sort of thing. You yeah, know? <laughs> yeah. Um, I feel like uh, I feel like we haven't talked much about about gigabytes. You know. Kind of mediocre run this year. Uh, well, it's, it's one and one three, three. Um, with mm-hmm. losses to free shipping, obviously end game, and also lost to Bloodsport. Bloodsport, that was it. And uh... they did manage to beat Star Child, but mm-hmm. the only problem with that is, unfortunately, so has everyone else. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. And it was very much a robot suited to them, and I feel like that's going to cost them quite a lot. The fact that free shipping beat them in that first fight is really hurting them, I think. Yeah. They're in a similar situation to Emulsifier, where they've they've beaten a robot that you know isn't most like is most likely not bracket bound, and all the other robots that you know maybe they they lost to you know it's just it just hasn't gone right this year. No, I think it's, it was always going to be an up uphill struggle for a, a rookie captaincy and new drivers coming in. That's People... the th- it's the new driver thing. Like the fact Gigabyte is a terror to drive. Mm. Like you know mm-hmm. just the, you know the, the nature of there. the robot. Yeah, the nature yeah. of the robot. You know the way that it you know. It's going to pull to one side because of the energy of the spinner and all that stuff, and the fact that it's a new set of drivers. And I know, it, I know, it's small fry in Lego Wars. I absolutely hate driving the body spinners because they <laughs> they do pull. You can't drive them in a straight line. They just don't want to. Yeah, they they just veer whichever way they're spinning. Yeah. And yes. On on top of all of that, I mean, it's a big horizontal full body spinner against a bunch of wedges they had a hard go in anyway and the, yeah. and the shelf and as well there's those short corners yeah yeah, yeah especially with those short corners it's couple all that with the new drivers um mm-hmm. trying to get a feel for it it's just a it's a rough season for gigabyte with yeah. the uh with the seasons that gigabyte and shredderator have are we are we seeing the death of the shell spinner as we I know it no yeah i hope like i feel like I there's really like them. there's, there's an too. evolution like i feel like the the kind of the addition they have of that kind of spiked front end, I feel like that's a really like if they made yeah. that like a, a permanent feature and made it a little bit more of a 
it, like yeah. kind of structural sort of thing like the fact that they can disrupt a wedge that could be yeah. really beneficial i mean I they take smart. out some of the weight from the big chunkier that's the issue <laughs> i might I mean, have they, an idea for a metal weight tops might though on there shake that up a little bit my yeah my one question with the spike front is what do you do when they're on the spike front right and you either go forwards and then the wedge is hitting your spinner anyway or i i I have no idea. I mm. just feel like it's so hard now with big horizontals. Like you're seeing Triton having struggles, Ben and Shredderator having a lot of struggles. Even it's... Tombstone last year struggled yeah. through to the bracket. Like yeah. it... it's, it's everyone really has hard. an answer for it. Mm. Yeah. yeah. I think you kind of have to start going towards the most more horizontals like Malice and stuff. And yeah. mm. The Malice is your fusions. That, yeah. are, that have alternative setups, alternative things to try and spoil your game. Like mm. in this fight where Endgame has to go plow mode, otherwise it gets wrecked. Having those wedgelets, it's the right idea. It's just, it wasn't executed well here. Yeah. Or no. even like a rotator type thing being a, or Valkyrie being an undercutter, that adds a lot of danger as well. As opposed to just going for the big impacts. Definitely. Yeah, it adds, it's, it's a, you know you need to kind of make your opponent think a little bit more than just I'll put a load of steel at the front and see what happens. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Times are changing. They do be. They do be. Um, we'll move on to fight number. Oh, I've gone too far. Ooh. Fight number three <laughs> was, I think, the best fight of the episode. What a yeah, fight! Surprisingly, how about fun. it? How about it? <laughs> about time. Where has this shredded bro been, and where can I get more of it? Well done, team. Yeah. This was much more like it. <laughs> Yeah, they got it working. They really did. Can't be happier. It's... I will say, overhaul did pretty well for the, the this, first. This was a great minute or so of this fight, or a little longer. They were, they were yeah. doing the thing. <laughs> this is one of the best fight of two halves I've seen. Honestly, yeah. mm-hmm. you got overhaul starts the fight well, picking up shredded bro easily, mm-hmm. and then smacking them on the corners of each of the <laughs> screws. <laughs> <laughs> that was just beautiful, because it is a hard bit of metal. You hit yeah. that enough times, it's something's oh, going to yeah. break. Oh, so, yeah. that was awesome. And then, Shredded Bro turns it on in the second half and absolutely ruins Charles Guan's day. Yes. <laughs> like yeah. We were in high five for this fight, and they wheeled <laughs> overhaul past us. Oh my god, it was ruined. It yeah. was so broken. <laughs> it's, we've kind of harped on this season that you know ultimately the design and the concept of shredded bro is is right there like you know we've seen things like poison arrow before and obviously minotaur with great success this season the drum looks way more substantial than it ever has done on yeah. either of the two pain train machines this is just oh, it was just so good and then yeah. you know the fact that they just kept sending the weapons straight at you know straight at each other it was i, I was brilliant. saying earlier this season this show shades of minotaur and this fight it came out honestly that yeah. this was putting the whole package together they had the drive issues previously they've sorted them out they had the drum issues previously they sorted them out finally everything works together in perfect harmony and shredded bro is now a concern for people yeah for sure i mean seeing it get working was scary because it's really hard to deal with a big drum <laughs> like yeah as yeah. you saw when, when so much of the robot is just weapon uh, yeah, we, we talked about that with egg beaters too, where you have with Riptide or we, with Copperhead. You're like, there's so mm-hmm. much that you can't touch on the front of the robot, and that's the part that's coming at you, yeah, majority yeah. of the time. So, what do you do? 
uh, just put a heavier wedge on front, right? Or heavier plow or, you know, just... Yeah, try something. Good luck with that. Yeah. Mm, I do want to bring, I say, overhaul a bit of attention as well, because at the start, it was unbelievable. Like, it was proper oh, yeah. bullying Shredder Bro around the arena. It was a mm-hmm. good fight for both of them. You know, they, they kept picking them up. They didn't quite go for the suplex, and they started bashing them on all the corners of the mm-hmm. screw boxes. It was great. This was a really good fight. I really yeah. enjoyed it. It was fun. And all the builders were like, cheering for both sides throughout the fight in the pits like you heard cheers for overhaul when they were getting all the lifts and doing overhaul stuff which is always cool and then big cheers when shred it bro finally got the big hits everyone kind of knew it could do and mm-hmm. yeah it was satisfying definitely <laughs> that's a good way of putting it mm-hmm. um this this fight then led to much drinking um, yes <laughs> <laughs> oh this was on the final night yes. yeah this led to steve <laughs> Uh, having transport issues on the following morning as he tried to get home. Uh, it, it led to me feeling sick as a it's, dog. It's, it's uh, funny. Yeah. So I, I, I remember this because so I, by this point, I'd already come back from my honeymoon and I was, I was back in the office. <laughs> I had a phone call from a certain Mr. Woodrow at 5am <laughs> my time, which I was, I was at work already, which is, which is fine. And then he was, he was battered. He was Bat- it was about like, two, three a.m. at that. It was not good. Not you, you guys, you guys were finished, and I'm like, "Yeah, guys, I'm at work. Can I, can I go back to this?" <laughs> it was wonderful, and uh, that was when Jevon laid down the gauntlet that uh, the, the Shredder team could outdrink the the Bristol crew. Which they, I, I firmly believe it. We'll, we'll see. We'll have, we'll have to try it out uh, maybe yep. later this year. Um, yep. At least Between. overhaul at one and three. Yeah, and shred it, bro. At two and two. I mean, even let's 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 say even if overhaul pulls a win out here, are they bracket bound? Do they get a low seed and and I think they might. I think at two and two with fights against Cobalt and Claw Viper. Claw Viper, yeah. Two very strong robots this year. And the one was Starchild, wasn't it? Starchild, yeah. Yeah. Which they also they they got Claw Viper on their back a few times, didn't they? Mm -hmm. Yeah, they they did good against them, and then. Uh, first half of the Shredder Bro fight, if it continued that way, they were just dominating. Yeah. And Starchild never got a chance against them. They were just controlling it really Yeah, well. and overall had held off Cobalt for, for a, a while. For a good yeah. while. Yeah. And then they didn't. <laughs> and then Cobalt got a hit, yeah. as spinners do, and it all goes downhill. Yeah. <laughs> they might have snuck in, but the loss here to Shredder Bro, you know, basically, it's curtains. Unfortunately. Yeah. What about Shredder Bro? I think it's also curtains. They're um, on the bubble, though, Jevin. They, they really are, are on the bubble. Like, is it, is it we, just we slightly too late, and, maybe? We spoke yeah. about a two and two that you would replace with a one and three here. And yeah. unfortunately, as much as I love this robot, and I want to see it succeed, succeed, and I'd love to see it in the bracket. I think back at recording, I was saying two and two, bracket bound. Let's go. Um, looking back on the whole season, mm-hmm. you have a kind of mediocre fight against Horizon. You have... To... I mean, they they cut the fight against uh, 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 oh, yeah. ominous, didn't they? That was oh, rude. Yeah. so rude. You <laughs> have two was... fights in which it's it's not showed its best. It gets toasted against Lucky. It gets highlighted, kind of against <laughs> ominous. Is, are they also you know future fight watching? Like, say Lucky finds a way to to beat Cobalt. Doesn't that win? Mm. I mean, doesn't doesn't that look? I mean, doesn't that loss look a little bit better? I don't know. Oh yeah, I mean, <laughs> you know, even you lost at, to a bot. Obviously, this is now, but looking at Robo Games, Lucky's 
Yeah, Lucky's pretty yeah. real. Lucky's a beast. Lucky, <laughs> Lucky's a beast. What it wants uh, to be. Ziggy Junior. Yeah. Excuse me. Excuse me. Oh, <laughs> I think I'm. I'm looking forward to what's next for Shredder Pro. Um, whether mm. it do be bracket, or whether it, um, whether it's uh, oh, Sin God, City. What's it called? Shandies. Sin City. I keep yeah. wanting to call it Destructathon. <laughs> oh, um, very no, good. Whether it's Sin City <laughs> Slugfest. <laughs> Or whether it's next season, whatever happens, yeah. I'm looking forward to what Shredder Bro does mm. next because it's finally working exactly as designed. Yeah. It's yeah. now Beetle Shredder Bro as a heavyweight, and Evan <laughs> is the driver of Shredder Bro, multi Beetle weight winning robot. You yeah. need to be watching out for this robot, I think. Yeah. Scary team now, honestly. Yeah. I mean, yeah. And God, I love them all. <laughs> <laughs> That's so fun. I mean, when when we were all alts, we were scheduled to fight Credit Bro, and so we got to talk to him a bit. And he's yeah, he's a good guy. He's a character, <laughs> to say the least. Yeah. <laughs> we have actually got a um a back to the pits. When I get back around to editing them, we have got one with Evan as well. So hey. look out for that somewhere in the future. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we that, on the final day that we were in the pits, we tried to get as many done as possible. Uh, so we tried to hit everybody we everybody we could, and he was one of the ones that was like right toward like the end. Like I, I think that was like right toward the end where you're we trying to like get like. I think he was the penultimate like, one. Minutes, yeah, <laughs> and that was Excellent. really nice. Good yeah. stuff. Good stuff. Well, it kind of skipped ahead a little bit. Our next fight is yeah. Rotator and Fusion. Mm-hmm. The two. The, uh, this is again what we were saying about horizontals with a plan to upset your ground game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, this was an interesting fight. Mm-hmm. Well, Rotator went in upside down. Da- oh, okay, looking at this picture goes it upside down. What is down, upside right? down? Yeah. Right. The, the <laughs> disc was on the top. It's an undercutter or an overcutter. <laughs> like, how do you classify Rotator? It's mm-hmm. very strange. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like they just wanted to get one good nick at the side of fusion or something because they knew that could pinch something causing fire. Mm. Oh yeah. Well, uh, as as we saw, you know, it, it does yeah. tend to tend to do that <laughs> quite often. Yeah. yeah. So they were just banking on that one hit, I reckon. Yeah, it's interesting as well that he kind of led initially with the forks. I know he likes to do yeah. this little spin move as he as he likes to to well, coin it. But you go up against a pure horizontal, you're going to lead with the vert if you have yeah. it there. Like it, yeah. it makes most sense, and so to run with the forks forwards is the right move because it then means, oh, but I might just... not come off well with the vert here. But the thing is, then fusion just turned round. Yeah, they did. <laughs> yes. the, they did rotators move on rotator, and it didn't turn out very well. It's like they hit the they hit the spot where sort like the, the corner here, the metal where the metal yeah. bends around that where that wheel protector is, and it just sends them flying across the box and. I don't know. Fusion's kind of never right after that. Uh, mm-hmm. they're, they're, I, I, I can see he's trying to get back over. Uh, yeah, that's it. Just wasn't. It just wasn't going to be after that hit. I mean, it, yeah. it, it, it would have taken a mistake from Victor. I think after this point, for them to to really, you know, get back into the fight. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. You just I, box them in. I think what happened with Fusion, why they got sent so far, was they were at an angle from being yeah. on the forks when they turned, and so. Some wacky physics occur, <laughs> <laughs> as, it, yeah. as it tends to do. I will say as well, like kind of towards the end of this fight, like Fusion does take quite a hefty smack again from Rotator. The whole mm. vertical spinner is kind of out of its mounting and is like all yeah. crooked and bent. It is properly damaged by Rotator. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. those early season issues that Victor was having with only having one weapon motor for the spinner mm. seem to be long gone, and it's it's yeah. properly doing its thing again now. Yeah, he's a yeah. scary bot. 
I mean, before the season started, we had a list of the top bots we do not want to fight. Uh, Rotator <laughs> was number two. Who, who was number one then? Uh, Sawblaze. We don't have a uh, Yeah, of course. Yeah, because because <laughs> the because the top armor, of course. Yeah, yeah. Rotator moving to two and two. I think pretty comfortably in the bracket, depending. Yeah. On... Well, they lost Absolutely. to Hydra, right? Hydra yes. and mm. uh, Bloodsport. Mm. Yes, good bots. Yeah, very good robots, and I think you know they've beaten good robots in Jackpot and Fusion. So I think yeah. comfortable. Not a, no, hmm, where would you where would you put them? Where would you put them, Steve? You're looking quizzical, so I'm asking you. I put them like low middle, you know, somewhere somewhere in the like the the low teens, high twenties, maybe you know, depending. I don't know. You got to look at it. It's so hard, you know, when you get down into the like, the, the 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 clear as mud area of three and ones, yeah. and the two midfield and pack sort of thing. Yeah. Yeah. What about but... fusion? It's put on some of the best fights this year. Yeah, I, it's good. It's going to be hard to keep them out because of how strong their schedule is. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they've, incredible they've taken fight, a lot of fights to three minutes. Incredible fight against Emulsify. We talked about it earlier. Mm-hmm. They were beating Witch Doctor, mm-hmm. who is yeah. on a course to either go three and one or four or no at mm-hmm. this point. So that by itself should put them in the bracket. You then got the two fights here that. Have kind of then their seasons rather petered well, out. Well, hu- huge is yeah. huge is at three and zero at the moment. Mm-hmm. True, and, and could go four and zero next week. And then they've obviously yeah. just lost a rotator. Who it's rotator. It's a dangerous opposition yeah. anyway. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I think they've proven they're a scary bot to be against. Their two weapons are working well, doing a lot of damage each. Um, yeah, if I was the committee, I'd put them in. If, if only just like he guaranteed an explosion in the bracket, yeah. right? Like, yeah. come on, like <laughs> there is something that helps fusion fusion a little bit is that they've been there before. You know, they, like they're yeah. a known yes. quantity, uh, for better or for worse. Uh tricky. Last time they were in the bracket, were they fifteen? I think it was. Yeah, mid midfield pack, weren't midfield. they? And they and they mm. end up getting drew against tantrum, which obviously didn't end up going. Not, they became a hat. They did. They did become a hat. We'll see. I think, you know, they've got a, good, a lot of good things going for them, not least Reese Ewart's just being dry as anything. And <laughs> yep. a, a, a great interview. To, yeah, to... so funny. He's great. <laughs> He's just, it's just so deadpan. Like, he, he just, it, you can never read him. <laughs> mm-hmm. what's, what's going on in there? He's always his own, his own, best, his own best critic, his own best cheerleader. Absolutely. He's, he is one of a kind. Truly he is. Truly he is. Next up is Scorpius and Ribot. They finally awoken. Well, finally. it's funny, because the whole season I've been backing Ribot to win fights because Ribot's really good. and uh, <laughs> Supposed to be. I've, I've, been in, I've called it the Ribot trap, because every every time I, I back them and they end up losing, and then I think this week was the first time I didn't back them, and they ended up winning. I'll be honest, I was so looking forward to our little predictions game, watching everybody see Ribot season be absolutely shocking, and then this week come along, and everyone go, Naz... Ribot sucks. They're not going with it this time. And then you know the big win. thing okay. changed the, the shell on the top. They got to go back to the old frog. The tree frog just it's just not doing it. You know? I have to say, I just first... watched this year. Oh, go ahead. <laughs> for the first like ten seconds, twenty seconds of that fight where Scorpius gets underneath and just bullies Ribot back. I'm thinking, here we go again because they just they they do they just brack them into the corner. Yeah, they bring the we- <sighs> they bring the weapon down. Yeah, yeah that, that I was bet a mistake. Flies away. I, yeah. I don't know why on earth they decided to go weapon to weapon with it. 
No. <laughs> it, it seemed like a very bizarre idea. I mean, Go for the wheels, they are they, the weakest part. They might it's easy to say when the other thing is still. <laughs> that is yeah. true, yeah. But you yeah, have they, a shot, you take the shot, I suppose. Yeah, yeah they, like, they might have thought the weapons weren't quite lining up. I mean, honestly, what are the odds of the two very thin blades being right in each other? Um, correct. Honest think, mistake to make, honestly. Oh, 100%. And in the heat of the moment, you just got to think, right, I've got to do something to rip yeah. otherwise they're going to do something to me. And it, and it's yeah. and then it's You want to hit them. Exactly. <laughs> and you want to hit the other robot. The opportunity's there. You've got to try and take it. And I suppose they, maybe a little bit of rush to rush of blood to die on his head, maybe. I don't know. Because mm. she's, she's the weapon ops, isn't she? Mm. Um, it's also worth noting, this was filmed as a main event. It was. Mm-hmm. Um, it wasn't ever told to us that it was a main event, but it, we know it was filmed as one. Correct. Um, so I don't know what makes it not main event worthy. Well, we'll get to the, the main event a bit later on, but I think this is... I don't think you can really put Overhaulers Treadit Bro as the main event because just just for yeah <laughs> for many, oh, for well, many I, reasons. I wouldn't have said so, but reasons. between this and what became the main event... This is the better fight, I think. I think so. Yeah, we've got a fight of a week, right? Exactly. Yeah. So does it is, yeah. it's, it's rib, is it ribot <laughs> season? You know, the the fact that they're zero three it drops them out of main event quality. Unfortunately, yeah. But surely, yeah. surely it's got to be. So from, from my perspective, I would say that makes a better main event is if they lose right. this, yeah. they're out. They're right on the cusp. Mm, this right? could be the end of their season. Their playoffs start today. Yep. Uh, pulling pulling victory from the jaws of defeat. You know that kind of thing. Scorpius yeah. has suppose, already beaten Avert this year with this with new the, fork setup. Is it going to exactly. work again? Exactly. With the later match, there's another robot that's vying for the top spot in the bracket. So that might be what pushed it. But we're, I don't know. Yeah. It's a tough one. I, I can see merits to both of them. To be honest with you, like they're mm. both good. They're both fight, good. Be in a different them. episode, maybe yeah. if we made event, but maybe not maybe. this one. I guess. Um, Ribot eventually getting Scorpius's wheels, and the the wheels just absolutely just flay to pieces. Yeah, they like, just a blade. Yeah, it's a blade of armor, but you need it to move. Right. <laughs> yeah. Blade movement. Yeah. <laughs> Ultimately, you know, Ribot did get themselves out of a hole. I think the. There was a very good little segment before the fight itself where they kind of highlight the fact that, oh, Scorpios can actually do a lot of configuring as well, and so can Ribot. So there's a lot of chess going on between the two. Um, yeah. Having spoken to Diana quite a bit, I kind of I said to her, you know, was there any doubt that you were going to go with the Vert armor? And she goes, oh, no, we like we knew there's no chance in hell they go for the horizontal yeah. because they just lose. I mean, it's Scorpios. Exactly. Yeah. Why Why would you do it? Why would <laughs> you, you do don't that? go horizontal against Scorpios. Exactly. Exactly. And so I think correct decision. Obviously, because they they got yes. the armor configuration right, but yeah. that one moment may have swung the fight. It may not have. I think Ribot was also in just a good place at this point. Yeah, they they would have probably got to where they got anyway, yeah. even if they took a hit or two. Correct, I think so. Tough one for Scorpius to swallow. I think at two and two. Scorpius, I think, probably still gets in the bracket. They kind of have slumped a little bit towards the end of their yeah. season. This but... definitely hurt their ranking. Uh, the fact that they've they've lost yeah. the fights now from yeah. Sawblaze, even though even though that was a fun fight. You say uh, towards the end of this season, though their their fight against Big Dill wasn't convincing. They, they were on the back foot from yeah. that one as well. So, I think they... a, a mid to lower seeding for them here uh, at yeah. two and two is probably fair. But they get in yeah. the bracket for sure. Yeah, I agree. I mean, they also have the pedigree of being Scorpios. Yes, correct. So, so they're 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 safely in the twenties, somewhere in there. Yep, I would agree. Oh, yeah. What about Ribot? Is this enough? Consider, considering last season they were three and zero and were looking pretty beefy, mm-hmm. to now where they're one and three, they've lost to 
Which talks um, Fair enough. Yeah, More Claw Viper fun. had an amazing season, and mm. Jackpot, who's recovered well to two and two. Claw Viper and Jackpot made Ribot, who looked incredibly strong last season, look like paper mache, which is ironic because <laughs> it's kind of what their top is made of. Um, but if you, personally, if, okay, I let's, say let's no. Put it like this. Let's put it like this: If you're putting Fusion in, I feel right. like you have to put Ribot you gotta in. You got to put Ribot well. in. Yeah. Mm. If you're I feel, putting I feel like fusion in, I think you have to put Ribot in lower. Really? I don't know. That, that that fight with Jackpot was kind of akin to the Let's put emulsifier it this way. fight, I think. I don't know. Fusion versus Emulsifier was very close, like the Jackpot fight. Mm-hmm. But Ribot has faced Witch Doctor, Fusion yeah. has faced Witch Doctor, and one yeah. of those was winning against Witch Doctor. The other was True. not. And so I think yeah. Ribot gets a low seeding, which... It could then play spoiler as we discussed. And it gets all the way up there, but I think Fusion has to go higher than Ribot if it does get in the bracket. I personally don't think it should because you lose. You put to Fusion your... higher because even even though we got a Ribot with a knockout and then Fusion with the judges' decision being their only win, you know. Yeah, I I still do because of the mm. quality of the fight that came within it. Okay. Um, because even if it's a judges' decision, it doesn't make that judges' decision any. We talked Less about this with Jake viable. last week, didn't we, really? Like, Jake kind of said, you know, ultimately, he it doesn't really matter to him if it's a knockout or not, as long as it's a good fight. Yeah. At, yeah. at this stage. And like, it, you know, it shouldn't... Yeah. I don't think it should matter whether it's a judge's decision or not, because you can have a judge's decision that you've been dominant in. Um, in but that, that could equal as much as a KO. I mean, it was a knockout between Copperhead and Triton, where Copperhead really did dominate, but... At what yeah. end? It it showed how good it was for like five seconds, and then it wasn't. It was a judge's oh. decision because they oh. were both knocked out. Oh yeah, yeah. Honestly, technical <laughs> knockout. I <laughs> I might value some judges' decisions higher than KOs. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. To win a judge's decision, you have to be winning the entire fight, pretty much, or the majority yeah. of it. <laughs> to win a knockout, you just have to get one hit. Yeah. Right? Correct. Correct. And so, I see some, you know, some ranking systems with robots that value KOs higher than than judges' decisions, but there really yeah. shouldn't be such a binary split yeah, between the two because so there are many judges' different. decisions that are better than some KOs I've seen. So I'm I'm yeah. I'm coming around. I'm I'm, I'm getting what I'm the I'm, I'm, I'm <laughs> you seeing what we're putting down? <laughs> yeah, I'm seeing it. <laughs> but yeah, I again, I at the time when this was recorded, Ribot was out in my books. Really? Um, yeah. They, they Even had the fact that enough. like they were a two seed last year, you think that helps? I, I, I think, I think that right, might you know? that might carry them in if anything. I does. I I, I saw this when we were out recording. Uh-huh. I I had every faith that all of the two and twos would be getting into the bracket and all of the one and threes would not be. Or mm-hmm. rather the ones that weren't impressive enough throughout the season. Mm-hmm. Ribot for me lost to Claw Viper, made it look like an actual push car that mm-hmm. they were just playing with. Um, you know, and that that for me, that was the match they should have won and they didn't. And so mm. that that for me said, sorry, Ribot, better luck next year. But looking back over the season, I think they get in the bracket, but just very, it, very it, like, it'll be like it's gonna be close, but I, I would say 30 to 31, seed. 30. Yeah, it could be. They they might sneak him. We'll see in a few weeks, I suppose, but yeah. or just right on the bubble. Yeah, we'll see in a few weeks, I guess. Now, Ben, you've been very patient. Oh, it, yes. it's, it's your time to shine, because next up is Dragon King versus yeah. Teratops. I know that robot. You Once do. Once again, <laughs> they cut. 
some of the best actors. I know. They <laughs> cut Wingerding and Numbskull. They don't do any of our intros. And our, our walkout was for thumbnail. And then they don't show it in the episode. I don't know. Rude. But, Rude. but yeah, also Wingerding and Was Numbskull this the episode that was... made Chris laugh cry? Yes. <laughs> yeah, this was after a long day of recording. And this was after another long day of recording. So yeah. I mean, you had Toya and our team like fighting Wingding with uh, our mascot Shonk. Yep. <laughs> and all, all the fun stuff happened. And no, just the fight. I mean, at, at least we, the one thing we did to get to see like outside of the fight was. Like, which okay, which dra- dragon is which? Because I can never remember. <laughs> Numskull is Wingerding's. Uh, brother or sister. Thanks for nothing, Jeff. That was really, <laughs> really... Whichever one... Whichever one headbutted the starting button. <laughs> uh, uh, kudos to them. Kudos to them. Um, we actually have a, a, another list of questions before we actually yeah. get to the fight, yes. uh, which is from Botsfans United on YouTube, and they said, since they cut the interview segments, what was the strategy for the fight versus Dragon King? Honestly, we were pretty worried about this fight. Uh, firstly, because like I said before, we don't have any top armor. <laughs> um, and then they're just such a spindly robot. <laughs> I, we we wouldn't we didn't think we would really get a hold of them. And then even if we would get a hold of like their side, they have treads, so they can just drive off our forks. So our main goal was to just use the lifter as a shield. Uh, while we spun up the weapon and then just try to send it at them with that. Well, it, it did work eventually. We, we obviously yeah. took off one of the tracks. But I think the other question that was asked as well by the same person was, how did it feel to suplex a 250-pound oh. dragon Turns kick? out dinosaurs are better than dragons. Who knew? <laughs> one of them is real. <laughs> it was real. <laughs> really it was heart. amazing. Uh, just seeing them get lung over the back like from there we we like stuck in, in the mouth, in mouth. <laughs> it yeah. was so good <laughs> and then we we just flung them and it's not designed to do that um it's designed to tilt robots up so it's only designed to lift 125 pounds although we did <laughs> yeah. we we gave it a safety factor of two though in making it and i guess that, right. that helps us out a lot but yeah i mean if any cameras caught my reaction, I was just making the most surprised face, like, <laughs> type of thing. It can uh, do that? I literally said, we didn't know it could do that. We <laughs> knew it could self-write, but that's a lot more leverage you get, as opposed to... And it was, like, at the furthest distance possible, because all their tracks were all the way I mean, out. The fact that you're grabbing the, like, kind of the front of the mouth here, like, you know... Yeah, front, you have to just put a muzzle in them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What was it that killed your weapon? Because ah. as soon as you took the track off, it, that it just dies. And yeah. what happened? Uh, a couple of things, actually. Firstly, I just wanted to say, as soon as we left our start square, um, one of our drive chains fell off. That's why we veered to the right. Um, <laughs> we were driving, my sister was driving that fight with three courses drive. Wow. Um, wow the entire time and that's because there weren't proper spaces in the drive which we then added after battle the bots they managing to drive on three of the four <laughs> come <Yeah>. on <laughs> um yeah and then the spinner was honestly the unluckiest thing 
that could ever happen. A piece of, like, literally a tiny speck, like, like this big of their, of their tread got sucked into a robot. And then the way we have our pulleys set up at the bottom is we have the two pulleys, and then we don't have any set screws into the motor shafts. We have these little, we call them among eye because they're oval and have an eye. Um, <laughs> and so they, they go in the middle and they have bearings in and little faces for the pulleys to rub against so that the pulleys can't move. Um, it went, the piece of the, the tiny speck of Dragon King tread went into a, one of the among eye through a two millimeter gap into the bearing, seizing it up. And the things the pulleys were rubbing against, a rookie mistake, were made of aluminum, and the pulleys were made of aluminum. So wow. that stopping spinning meant the poly friction welded to that seized bearing like face thing. I just, I, to me, it, it was the way that it stopped. It was just, it was just a sudden, and like it wasn't yeah, like a, you it. It just stopped. It didn't like there wasn't sparks. There wasn't smokes. It just gave up. <laughs> and it wasn't like a big hit it was yeah, yeah. the tolerance has changed a little bit <laughs> it might have been a, an issue that's i don't know yeah something, something a little sus happened and that's okay <laughs> you had to do it, um, you? You had to do it. <laughs> and we've lost everyone <laughs> um but yeah so now we immediately after that made some steel versions of those aluminum pieces so firstly, if the bearings froze, they couldn't friction weld. Also got some shielded bearings. We should have had from the start. Uh, we just didn't expect anything to go through the two millimeter gap in the robot. Yeah, but that's but, just it though. That's battle yeah. bots. So like you yeah. the things you don't expect to happen, happen. And then now all of a sudden, oh, we, yeah. that, that's not but, gonna be a problem anymore. It's weakness yeah. leaving your robot. But luckily for us, uh, I say luckily even though it was really unlucky, we managed to take out the tread at the same time. Um, from there, it was pretty much a one fight. I mean, they they can't really get a good hold of you if they can't drive into you. And I think <coughs> we also broke their jaw. When you suplex oh, them, yeah. their, their, their whole, like, the kind of top piston at the top was yeah. all like all broken as well. So as like yeah. You, yeah. you you broke their skull by throwing it over you. <laughs> <laughs> Bru- like what a gruesome way to kill Dragon yeah. King. And then later on we stuck one of our forks in one of their treads and lifted from that. Yeah, I'm seeing that right now in a replay. I, I watch these slow-mo as I yeah, as we talk fair. through these so in case I catch <laughs> things. But yeah, I just saw that clip. Um, yeah, it goes right in. Um, to show for it, we got one of their one of their discs. We dented it with something. Oh, lovely! Nice. Them. So we got one of those to display, and that's very nice. I mean, I I love Dragon King. It's yeah. you know we, we kind of gushed about it last week a little bit with with Jake. You know, he is just a, a wonderful piece of engineering. It's not yeah. in no way is it suited to BattleBots in twenty twenty three, but it's yeah. glorious to see it back in an arena in an arena once again and yeah. and doing what it does best. It'd be a great sportsman robot, wouldn't it? It really would. For Very sure. much so. I mean, honestly, I was slightly happy the spinner broke. Um, so I didn't, so you I didn't have didn't, to hit it anymore? <laughs> I didn't want to kill Dragon. Like, <laughs> uh, they came to us before the fight and said, hey, just don't hit the center pot. We don't have a spare of those. Feel free to hit everything else, but try not to hit them. Um, and, I mean, we didn't, so... <laughs> what more can you accomplished? Yeah, it, it does but, mean you've now won your first two fights at BattleBots. Easy, yeah. right? Like, what's easy? Yeah. No, no stress involved in any of it. <laughs> no, no sleepless nights. 
Oh, yeah, we definitely weren't working like seven to midnight every day. Oh. <laughs> um, so so what do you think the chance so of a two and oh robot getting in the <laughs> <laughs> Well <laughs> it's sure footing, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah un un sure. un unbeaten robot has to go in, right? Sure. Better than Possibly. light force, confirmed. <laughs> <laughs> Oh no, his ego's exploding. What's going to happen now? <laughs> now say the line will take Tombstone. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. I mean, oh, not, I'm not going that far. We'll take Endgame. Oh, we're okay, with a lifter, okay. right? All right. Yeah. Sure. Feel like you yeah, have to. We're, we're, we're just fine with a lifter. We're objectively better. Oh, I mean, absolutely. <laughs> we, we, we kind of relieve, like, you know, obviously, you've, you've spent all this time to get ready and, you know, you've, you've turned up to the event. Okay, you're an alternate, but you've got two fights and two wins yeah what more can you ask for exactly it's it was an amazing experience i mean mm -hmm. and we fought seasoned veterans mm -hmm. in slamo and craig danby they've been on the show many times got to craig's been doing 32. this since long so, long time do, ago do have a question about that did you yeah. um apologize to craig danby for <laughs> for beating him <laughs> um yeah. Um, it's, it's a running thing that we every now and again we all just have to make a solid apology to Craig Danby and I I didn't at the time I was well versed <laughs> in the culture before the fight I apologized for using forks. Um, <laughs> hey, that'll do. You've made yeah. your apologies to Craig Danby. Yeah. You you you've made it in the robot community. Yeah. Good, right? <laughs> Amazing. But, yeah, I will say after this fight, I think shortly after. Um, because before this, for like the Slammo fight and stuff, our spinner was going at 180, mm -hmm. our big disc, uh, 180 miles an hour. Um, after this, they got the tachometer out so people could do tips, uh, tip speed tests, and we ended up getting to 220. So anything after here, we're at full beans. <laughs> yes. So if, if there's any more terror tops to come, we could see some e even more... Potentially yes. devastating attacks. Well, Hopefully. Yeah. <laughs> and Dragon King at, at one and one now, I believe, in yeah, their exhibition. You know? Tough, tough one for them to get in the bracket. I think. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think they, I think they may well just scrape the thirty-three seed. Uh, yeah, there you go. Yeah. Well, their win was against Doomba, so I mean. Yeah. Oh, maybe it's the thirty-one seed then. Who knows? Who knows? Yeah, exactly. Let's I mean, see. That, that shoots them up a bit. <laughs> oh dearie me. Well, we've delayed long enough. Yeah. Main event time. <laughs> Is Copperhead and Ripperoni right? <laughs> Luke. This fight, man. <laughs> Luke, you box rush every other robot <laughs> and then decide not to against Ripperoni. Are you yeah. mad? I will say, I, I, I loved. I <laughs> I love both walkouts of this yep, one. Right? Yeah. The the pizza box for, so for Luke. Fun. It was excellent. Luke Luke and the Copperhead team yeah. that are there now have made Copperhead so much more joyous to root for. <laughs> it's just, yeah. I get nothing against Robin and his team that he had. Yeah. I, I Even just get Zach at that point. I, know, I know. I just get I just get filled with joy seeing Copperhead whenever it's on screen. It's wonderful. Yeah. 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 And then they used to be such a serious robot with and and yeah, they've they've really upset in that department. I mean, it, it I, is a it's a it's a serious bit of kit. Oh, not, yeah, that's, that's, that's not, oh <laughs> no, don't get me wrong, it's still let's serious. Honest, but now it's fun it as is well. the funny snake robot, and it I'm is. so glad we're seeing more of that side of it this this time round. And to yeah. put a fight together with that team against the Ripperoni team. It's just infinite fun. I, I want to talk about Ripperoni's walkout as well because they have a big <laughs> old joint of of ham. 
That must have cost a lot of money. What? Who is spending that much money on a prop? Come on. Yeah, I'm not even sure. I'll tell you who is. <laughs> it was the serious. chaos that is Ripperoni. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Collar as it's we all call the it paleontology costume. I, I, I will say <laughs> that's fine. That's, 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 <laughs> that's not, I mean. The ham costs more than most. I was, yeah. was, was going to say, like, ultimately, you know, you're going to be wearing that the whole time. If you don't eat the ham within like a day or two, yeah, that's, it's, that's it's going. Oh, that was their dinner. Especially that was their lunch and dinner for like three days of <laughs> filming, for sure. I love it. I love it. Well, I will say, when we sat with Lindsay and, and Chris in uh, in the stand, she wanted chaos, but I don't think she wanted chaos this time. Well, uh, <laughs> you know, chaos for the end game fight. That was that. Yeah. Not chaos now. Well, okay, I'm, I'm going to look over steers. Ah, I'm, I'm going to posit a theory to you here, <sighs> and I've said it a few times to a number of different people, and I think it does hold quite a lot of water. What I'm about to say, okay, Ripperoni probably don't win this fight if they don't win the end game fight, which sounds a wild supposition. I know my theory. theory. So my theory is this. If Endgame beats Ripperoni, it's 0-2, okay? Yeah. And then it, it probably, let's say it probably still beats Hijinx, because Hijinx is having a tough season. So that yeah. means Hijinx is having a tough most of its days, honestly. It, it really is, bless them. Um, which then leaves Ripperoni in this fight at 1-2, and two, and probably needing a win. Like, mm -hmm. Really needing a win. So, okay, yeah. by the nature of the robot, maybe. My, my, my theory is, okay, there is only one way to drive Ripperoni, and it's at your opponent you have to yeah, be very aggressive but are they as aggressive if they know they have to win yeah. maybe um, maybe but i mean at the same time like they're probably a little bit more careful whereas in I, this fight where they're two and one they could probably be a little bit more aggressive knowing they've got an end game win in their pocket and they probably get in the bracket anyway and i don't think copperhead would be as scared i think that hmm. might have played into it, into why they didn't just go for the box rush. Yeah, and I mean, I don't, I don't know how much of the the on screen stuff that the teams know about, but it was it was two to two to one, you know, for hmm. for Copperhead for for people who yeah. you know picked I mean, them to win. It's a big fast drum against a big fur. It's normally a tale as old as time. <laughs> you say it was two to one for picking Copperhead to win in the polls. It was also two to one for us that were watching there. Because both David and Steve went Copperhead, and somebody decided that Chaos was the only option. <laughs> I'll be honest, in my prediction, I also went for Copperhead, so... <laughs> yeah. It's what can I say? Enough, I mean... Well, well done, Jevon. Pizza. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's just such a fun robot to Ripperoni, and the fact that it's so deadly. I mean, I don't think yeah. they, even they expected it to be that deadly before... Before any fights happened, uh, I talked to them a bit, and they were like, "Battleboss does not want us to win. Have you seen our schedule? Because they <laughs> yeah. have buff Endgame, Hijinks, Copperhead. Like, it's a rough yeah. lineup. It is a rough, rough very, lineup. very rough lineup. Yeah. They gave mm -hmm. them. They gave them the schedule that Uppercut probably would have got. You know, yeah. yeah. They're not Uppercut. They are very not Uppercut. Not uppercut. Yeah, very, very <laughs> new, chunky robot, and it yeah. proved it to be an upgrade. Honestly. Yeah, yeah, I mean, hard to say. Look at how good up, uh, uppercut is, but I, I, I think that even when we had Anna on, she's like, it's even when they showed up, they'd like, oh, it's the funny pizza robot, you know, it's unassuming. Man, my pop filter yeah. is just not having it today. <laughs> it keeps going down. I'm, I'm not even touching it anymore. Uh, but yeah, no, it's it, it's honestly 
it's this unassuming robot and it's this really pretty pizza robot but it's it's a killer yeah. it is a mm. it is a bona fide killing machine yeah. and i think it has got hit really twice three times and that was it and that was it they, they hit them right in their little their little power spot in the back i don't i don't know if anybody's seen the the video that, that robert did of their like yeah. really cool uh power startup sequence where like they kind of have a situation where like they were uh they were having trouble with their connectors and they were arcing, you know, and they would over time, you know, those connectors, you know, fail over time. So they, they created a system that basically soft starts the robot power and then they can kind of keep it on, you know, after the fact, mm. they, like, so, so you, you press a button, it slowly charges up the, all the circuitry and then you, huh. you, you put a switch and then it stays on. But instead of having like that big shock of, of current running through everything, you don't you end yeah. up with those connectors that get all screwed up as, as, as easily. Um, yeah. but it's it, yeah. it's interesting but like Ripperoni just gets a hit like right on that spot I mean completely <laughs> with dead. the box rush <laughs> yeah like do, doesn't even try for it he starts to think about it and goes oh no yeah. um, and turns yeah. and then Ripperoni goes bye we'll take that we'll... yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean it's exactly where we wanted to hit like Manta because that's where all their power switches are too it's just right at the back of drums because that's the bit that's facing away the most yeah um, Absolutely. Yeah, they just got the perfect shot on them. Yeah. Kind of lined up, but <laughs> yeah, it wasn't to be for Copperhead's perfect season this time around. Uh Ripperoni at three and one and well, yes, and, it's and, in. and Copperheads at three and one, both in. Yes, it's also in. Where yeah. where would you put them? Let's let's give a mm, I think you probably have to put Ripperoni above Copperhead now, purely for the fact they've beaten Copperhead and also Endgame. Yeah. I mean they have all the hype behind them. Yeah. Does Copperhead's pedigree give it just a little more, though? I think so. And I think the fact that they've knocked out their opponents in such quick time. Like, they have been the knockout power this season. Ripperoni has also done well to knock things out, but it's taken a bit longer. Mm. Um, And I know I just went on a massive speech about how knockouts and judges decisions should be weighted at the same <laughs> everything. but honestly i put copperhead ahead because it shows you how complicated it is though it's not binary you know it's case by case it's 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 such a a tricky system to, to kind of weight how powerful or how substantial a ko is over a judge's decision it, it all depends on who you're fighting you know yeah. it, i mean that's 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 really the other variable that is very important for this you know this this equation here uh Oh man, they both had really good seasons. It's, I think yeah. another it thing it sucks seeding, that they had to fight each other. <laughs> another thing in seeding is predicting how well a robot you think is going to do. Yeah, and you look at how well Copperhead has done and how well Ripperoni has done. Ripperoni being a rookie team this year or a rookie bot this year. Rookie bot. Yeah. Copperhead has three <laughs> seasons behind it. You know, it it's That's got true. some pedigree and it has mm. it, it has more potential to go through and and win. So yeah, yeah that's yeah. that's how I see it. Yeah, Copperhead's more of a known quantity. I mean, Ripperoni is is chaos. Yeah, uh, you, you <laughs> so. just don't know what it's going to do next. Yeah, it's been very exciting. It's been very, it's been very refreshing to see. Who knows? It might even take out the overall number ones. Oh, it already did. <laughs> As it's one, yeah, to the do. preseason rank. Ripperoni yeah. is the kind of bot where if you put them in first seed, they lose instantly. But they, 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 second yeah. seed, they win the whole thing. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> it's true. Well, that ends the episode review. Mm-hmm. Now, normally at this point we'd be like, oh, let, you know, just talk about what happens next. But obviously, we don't really <laughs> Another know. Another event happened. Well, it did, and we don't really know what happened at BattleBots yet. They haven't really announced anything nope. regard with mm-hmm. regards to side competitions. And you know, last week was Robo Games, and Ben, yeah. you were there. 
I was there. <laughs> Did you enjoy yourself there? Oh, it was so much fun. I mean, anywhere you get to fight heavyweight robots is just such a fun atmosphere. Yeah. Like, we were pitted across from Mad Catter, and to the <laughs> left of us was uh, Malice. Right. And so, just the best energy. Yeah. <laughs> We have a number of questions, as I'm sure you expected, about yes. what happened at Robo Games last week. Now, mm. there is an elephant in the room which we will address in a bit. Yeah. But yeah. first of all, we'll start off with PP Choose question. PP Choose question on Discord, which is: Why were you able to get away without changing the robot's name? Is it due to being an mm. ultimate meant that was wiggle, wiggle room with the rights? Because obviously, we saw Mad Catter was called yeah. Cataclysm and. Yeah. Malice was White Rabbit and things like that. You know, they had to be a little bit careful with what the robot was called because of TV yeah. rights and image rights and things like that. Mm-hmm. Why mm-hmm. were you able to get around that? Um, honestly, it's a very interesting question. It isn't that interesting of an answer. In the contract we sign, it says you can't use the same likeness or name for other televised events. And so we just ask Greg at BattleWatts, hey, can we go to Robo Games with Terratops and call it Terratops? And he said, yeah. And that, that was it. <laughs> Fair, Fair enough. enough. <laughs> it, it wasn't a big conspiracy to try to push Terratops in. No, it's just... And then we... Lots of teams do rebranding for fun. Like, I know Bunny just wanted to make, like, new logos. White, and White stuff. Rabbit is oh, the yeah, ultimate absolutely. meme oh, in yeah. robot combat, and I'm so glad that she did it. <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we just did not have the time for that. We Fair already enough. had big Terratop stickers on the side oh, of the yeah. box. And, the yeah. branding is done. No more branding. No more branding. <laughs> uh, also, no ribs for that event, as you no. saw. No, yeah. it was, it was, it was yeah. in base configuration. Yeah. Were, um, there, were there any changes to the robot itself from BattleBots to RoboGames? Yes. Um, firstly, we swapped the Vex BB control, speed controllers to Castle XLX members or whatever they're called. Um, <laughs> or whatever they're, they're called. <laughs> is there the brackets at the bottom? But yeah. They have like a 2 and an S somewhere in there, and it's all, yeah. Um, and though they were really good for us, like they come slightly bigger, like slightly taller than the Vexes, because they have a fan on. But you can just take that off. It only has to run for three minutes. It doesn't need a fan. Oh, um, God. <laughs> unless you're fusion. Unless you're, <laughs> yes. yes. Um, yeah, and then we just stuffed those in. They It all went in the same spots as in BattleBots for speed controllers did. And then we got away with less batteries. Um, after our BattleBots fights, the lowest the batteries got was like 60%. Wow. Be really over budgeted. You oversized them a little bit. Yeah. 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 Quite a lot. So but you got a lot of weight you could have. Yeah. They they saved us about seven pounds. Awesome. Um, yeah. It's, it's pretty good. Um, so the bigger wedge. Running, yeah. Yeah. Bigger wedge was pretty much just because the battery saved that and then the speed controller saved about a pound or so. Um, and then, uh, what's the thing? The. Yeah, we used to have three of one type of battery, one for each drive and one for the lifter, and then two big ones for the, each weapon motor. Now we just have two slightly smaller ones for each weapon motor, and then two uh, middle ones for both drives and the lifter, because they all share voltages, they're all long mags. Mm. Mm. Interesting yeah. stuff. Little, little yeah, bit of redundancy. Yeah, exactly the same frame and everything, though, and spinners and lifter. Like mm-hmm. that. Yeah. Mm. 
Steve, do you want to take the next one? Okay. Uh, I'm pretty sure I already know the answer to this question because, I mean, it's like comparing an <laughs> apple to a, I don't know, not an apple. Uh, <laughs> an oracle there, Steve. Th thank you, yeah. thank you Steve. <laughs> Razor259 Razor on YouTube is how does competing mm -hmm. at BattleBots compare to fighting at RoboGames? I mean, they're both heavy events, but yeah. I'm not trying to pre-charge um, your answer. I get you. BattleBots is, I'd say, nicer. You have a big pit area, like three proper tables. They do catering for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Yeah. Um, RoboGames, you get you get a, a wooden table that you share the other side with another team. Mm -hmm. uh, heavyweights do not fit on the tables. No. <laughs> one of us was under one on the cart at all times. Um, and then they they don't do catering. They have a food truck where a bottle of water is $7. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, that sounds like a ball uh, game. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Hot dog. A, a thing of fries is like 11 or something. Oh, but, my God. Uh, yeah, and, and they charge $15 for parking each day on yeah. top of the entry fee. Um, that ham not looking so expensive now. Nah, honestly, <laughs> like, might as well but, buy the ham. But it was so much fun to just fight heavies, and it was such a different experience because BattleBots, we got like days between fights to get it mm -hmm. already. Robo Games, yeah. you have like a couple hours for some fights. Mm -hmm. we, we got a bit lucky and got a day with one and didn't take much damage apart from our last couple fights, but um, yeah, like it is a lot of work a lot of the time. Hmm. It's it's not really a fair comparison, though. Really, is it? Yeah, because you, know, you have battle bots. This big it's, million it's dollar two, two week event, TV, you know. TV yeah. backed big sponsors, and then you have Robo Games, which is like you know yeah. your backs your your back uh, backyard, you know. Heavyweight, event, which fun. honestly is more fun in different ways. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, absolutely. And, and to like walk around, see all the beetle bots, see the middleweights yeah. and lightweights. Would have like... loved to have seen some insect weight fighting. We only saw the lights at middles and heavies. Not that I didn't mind uh, that, but it would been it would have been mm -hmm. cool to see the insect weight stuff too. They, they could have done like an, another stream on on Twitch. Uh, they could have it done. was on Malice's stream. Oh, they, they streamed did. all yeah, the okay. insect fights. That's yeah. Yeah. Cool. yeah. Um. Yeah, but it. And even like they had a ton of different types of robots, like walking robots, uh, yeah. robots that like follow GPS signals to drive. Oh yeah, it's like and... a whole event there. I mean, yeah. Robo Games is just one one piece of it. That, that that it's a whole. There's a whole lot of stuff that goes on. It's like a whole thing. Yeah, mm. yeah. It was really cool to walk around everything. Yeah. Definitely, both events are very fun in their own ways. Is what I would say. Yeah. Well, I get to Jevin. bring us on to the Jevin. the the topic. Um, <laughs> thanks for that once again uh, uh -oh. Nick Hutton on Facebook asks did you get your fork back or was it confiscated for evidence <laughs> <laughs> we we got the fork back oh that's um, good we, we then signed it and gave it to Manta because they deserved okay. it but... I think they deserved it yeah Yeah. They... What, what was that like that it happening? was interesting um, we didn't really know what was happening because we're watching the robots we aren't watching the roof um, something like we just expect it to all work flawlessly and be fine and we get to play with our big death machines but turns out <laughs> big death machines do a lot of damage to things Is it, they're uh, quite deathy uh. yeah yeah. So it's weird how that works um, <laughs> but yeah and so like we we were just fighting and we were just keeping on fighting and then the one of the safety people from behind us just goes through and pushes our tap out button really hard and shouted stop stop 
And we thought like one of our teammates just re- like pushed through and pushed the tap out button. And we were like, wait, what's going on? We, we aren't tapping out. <laughs> um, and then we hear people saying breach. Like we hear some audience shouting about stop the yeah. fight. And then we're, we're just wondering, that, hoping that everyone's okay. Like asking, hey, what, what happened? What, what's going on? Um, and then we get shown that like our fork was there. Um, uh, <laughs> when someone came around the corner and brings your fork to you, like, yeah, how, yeah. How, did, how have you got that? What's, what's the point? <laughs> that, that's meant it? to be in that. Was when <laughs> we heard there was a breach and we looked at the arena, we saw one fork on the robot and two on the floor. <laughs> the third was not there. Oh, the yeah. fourth, sorry. Yeah. Right. Um, yeah. And so we, we pulled our bots out of the arena while they were fixing all of it. And then um, they called us to go back in. And we, um, firstly, we had basically already lost the fight. I mean, mm. our anti-drum scoop that we wanted to just ablate, they just shattered it and flips us through our arm, which surprisingly still works. We separated twice in that fight after our arm got a full man to hit. So, yeah, UHMW does wonders. <laughs> it, it surely does. Like, flexible materials are wonderful, aren't they? Yeah. Yeah, but... Sometimes. <laughs> yeah, we... <laughs> We declined going back in. They uh, firstly, we still had a fork on, which could have also gotten launched through the ceiling. Correct. Um, but yeah, we were they. We self-righted onto them, and we have these little metal like socks that we call them that go over our front plates. Um, they had bent those up, so our front wheels were actually off the ground because of those. They oh, wow. they won the fight fair and square. Um, but we still get to be humble. And, uh, egotistical and say that we withdrew due to safety reasons. <laughs> um, we, we get that net. We get to put a little asterisk there. It's, it's funny, because the, the last question I had written down was, had the breach not happened, how would you think you would have fared against Manta? But, so what we're saying is, you would have won, right? You would have mm. absolutely Oh, we would have won! Yeah, yeah. Um, okay. So what we're was... saying is, if BattleBots does accept both of you somehow, you're and... fighting. That's oh, absolutely. We're gonna beat them on the big stage. Those sure. robots should be in battle box. Manta yeah. has shown They're crazy, incredible power, incredible yeah. robot. Is mm-hmm. it needs to be in battle box next season? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the UHMW scoop that they tore right through. They tore the front off. Uh, with the area of that, it's like twenty thousand pounds of sheer strength, or something, or an even bigger number, maybe is needed to tear that chunk off. Oh, and yeah. They did it. <laughs> they did it and flipped Congratulations. us. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, our only hope in the rest of the Manta fight was getting a weapon-on-weapon hit, yeah. and we would have probably lost that anyway, because it's a much smaller diameter weapon. As we've said a few um, times this season with others. Yeah, exactly. So by BattleBots, we'll have a new anti-drum <laughs> attachment for the arm. Not not made of plastic ready for, this time. Ready for Manta. <laughs> ready for Manta. We're going to take it to them. <laughs> All right. All well, this has proven is that uh, building robots is extremely dangerous and should not to be completed be. without great care. Exactly. Uh, I mean, this, that's this why is, we went to so it. many events before that. <laughs> um, but yeah, it, it was crazy. If you don't know what you're doing, then yeah, stay, stay away from the big robots and even Definitely. small robots. Definitely. Honestly, be more careful of the insect weight spinners because oh, yeah. they don't look as scary, which makes them a lot more dangerous. Yeah, mm-hmm. like they can easily take your finger off. Yes. Yeah. Well, given that the question that was asked was already kind of answered, I'm going to think of another one <laughs> off the top of my head, yes. and that's going to be uh, finisher. 
Um, of the fights you had at Robo Games, which one was your favorite? Definitely the mouse fight. I mean, the other two were really fun. We got really big hits, like we sent the bot to the ceiling a couple of times. Yes, that little, um, yes, little, yeah, little yeah, lazy like, bot. <laughs> broke it off. It was unbelievable. Yeah. But there was something different about the malice fight. Firstly, we got to see our wedge. It held up. We were just in each other's face the entire time. And our wedge didn't bend or break or anything like that. And then, ah, sorry. Uh, our spinner going into that fight, we knew wouldn't really be working. Um, we tested it the morning of in our Airbnb's garage. And <laughs> I love it. We, we were not in the same room. That's fine. Worry. No, that's fine. That's um, fine. That's fine. It, we're, we're safe with it. Um, but it was just kind of spinning up to half speed and then just kind of fluctuating. It was going, wow, wow, type sound instead of just a death hum. Um, and, and so we knew we probably wouldn't win the weapon on weapons, but we had to just go all out anyway. That was our second robot, our second frame we brought that we had just built. So that it was having some issues. But we're really happy with how it performed. I mean, the weapon took a giant hit that bent for one inch AR500 and the one inch uh, aluminum frame out that it holds it in, um, just breaking our weapon fully. But then we said, screw it. We're just going to send the arms at them and see what happens. You got a nice, you got a nice little lift, and you kind of carried them around a oh, little bit. Oh yeah, like after they were destroyed. I mean, those arms. The, the we have no idea how we lifted them. Honestly, <laughs> firstly, the arms were looking like this, or splayed out and stuff, or wibbly wobbly, turned to liquid. Um, but then our our key at the back, because our arms have like this little metal coupler and the UHMW that a key goes through. That's on the shaft. That had completely snapped. Um, so it was just lifting by the friction between <laughs> the UHMW and the shaft. No, no keyway or anything, and it's still suplexed. <laughs> That's why you can save weight now, I guess, if it works. Yeah. <laughs> who needs, yeah, who needs just, any extra holes in it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, like well, other than the keyway, the the answer to the question is how did you lift? Was wow. <laughs> It, it just kind of did it. But with the force going, hmm. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah, and then we actually, it was so close to being such a different result. Um, when we were pushing back into them with our forks, a piece of our fork pierced through their, uh, a 3D printed cover for their weapon motor. And after the fight, you could see a little flat of our fork inside their motor power cable. <laughs> yeah. very close very Where close are we? Um, yeah awesome well now you get to yeah. you know at least, at, at, at least look, I was, I'm still thinking it's... about your Airbnb where you can write a review and say perfect for heavyweight testing it's it funny we're, we're, we're kind of already building up your schedule for next season as well we've got Malice to fight we've got Manta to fight oh, not Malice again, <laughs> Gigabyte, <laughs> Gigabyte as well apparently yeah. Um, yeah. and then <laughs> so, someone else end game yeah, why not? Oh, yeah, yeah. An end game, yeah. Call them out. Yeah. Sure. Um, yeah, um my team is not gonna be happy with that. <laughs> well good thing we have no business building the bracket. They don't no, they don't just... let us do that. No, yes. not, not yet anyway. Um no. Ben, thank you so much for your time. This has been an yes. absolute pleasure to Thanks for the short Thank notice. You. I mean, for turning around on short notice too. I know it's. Oh, yeah. you know... Thanks for having me. It, I always love doing these types of things. I, yeah. yeah, I love it. And hopefully, we'll we'll see lots more of you in the future on BattleBots. Yes. Greg, 
Trey. <laughs> Everyone else in the, in the committee. <laughs> um, but yeah, thank you so much. And obviously, you know, good luck for whatever fight's coming up soon. You may see more Terror Stops later. Who knows? Yes. Who knows? All that said and done, I've been Sam 64 I've been Steve the American Killjoy. I've been World of Woodrow. I'm Ben. <laughs> That'll do. <laughs> and the three of us will see you next week for more BattleBots. We'll see you then. <laughs>